0: we're back uh episode 22. this is uh June right at the end of June 2022 I hope you're all keeping well Uh, excuse the background I haven't uh, figured it out uh we're no green screen this evening no white screen but however let's go with it um yeah you're all welcome back uh, quick ridiculousness uh www.radiospoil.com um apple podcasts spotify uh please i'm not going to go through them all we're out there um soundcloud um wherever you get your podcasts uh i will say and this is an important thing that i've hinted on in recent episodes and I'm increasingly let's fix that camera Uh, I'm increasingly moving more and more towards the visual because since we uh, have developed the channel into true crime look it's you can appreciate it's not viable on podcast where you're shown pictures of a crime scene uh you're shown maps of incidences and things happening it just isn't viable uh in podcasts it doesn't work uh some of them i've had to redo and re-edit um but some episodes just aren't viable in podcast so I kind of do a snippet in podcast and then in the introduction and in the description I say look okay if you want to know more about this case go here go there go wherever um you get your video cast but increasingly I know it's radio spoil and you go radio but predominantly the channel was how we set up as uh, a video cast and dual podcast channel that's where we are people like images they like to be show and tell and that's what i do particularly in case studies as we are in this episode 22 of a case study a social media case study i haven't done social media case studies and that's what uh, this episode is about okay enough of the preliminaries um again i'm not going to say it again uh because everybody hates this but please wherever you see this it does help it costs you nothing like subscribe wherever you see this and share that's all i ask cost nothing else cost you no money cost you nothing else i'm not asking for anything else okay onward this case social media hmm social media okay yeah social media crazy place isn't it instagram twitter Facebook, Google, Vimeo, Skype, Blogger, what's the other one? Oh yeah, TikTok, hasn't that become intriguing now, hmm, TikTok, I actually had to, and not that I want to set up I wanted to set up a TikTok account, but I actually had to because, um, when I investigate a case, sometimes material is available on certain channels that I don't have an account on. But to access them, I have to. So it's I kind of like call them a blank channel. So yeah, guess what? I'm on TikTok, but you won't be hearing from me soon uh, on creative uh posts but yeah i i had to set up a TikTok account because i had to get access to other material that was available there and as a journalist i have to go to source um it's a bit like um instagram i still struggle with instagram because instagram and and most journalists will recognize what i'm saying here is very frustrating Uh, unless you're dealing directly with the media source who have the additional features on instagram like uh, the bbc and cnn and cbs and fox news i don't and most of us don't have the additional features to have longer videos and you know so i find instagram very very frustrating that i have to do if i post something up on in instagram i have to do sources uh, and i have to snip things into very small finite uh, bits but anyway i digress let's get on with uh this episode's um topic Do you, all of you will have seen um, posts, Facebook, Twitter, they're some of the primary channels where you see a post and it's like, uh, oh, this company treated me badly. Um, You might see uh, posts about oh um we're a chocolate company we're giving away free chocolate and uh and and often this will come around christmas or easter time and anyone who puts their date of birth or gives us information personally about themselves in the comments uh, we'll send them a free box of chocolate or or whatever it is they're offering our free oven a free microwave a free car our free house or we've seen them all it's incredible how many people get duped into those and they happily do everything that you should never effing do on social media give away personal details in comments all the details you should never do not your, not your name is not an issue your address your location uh, aspects about you you know and that's what people do those <coughs> excuse me those websites pages on particularly on Facebook they're use for a process of what we call scam data mining and farming they're farmed for that information that information is extracted they're linked to profiles and then you are targeted for scams later in life want to know why you get hacked stop replying and commenting on those kind of websites onward just your little tip for today WBAC what the hell is that WBAC we buy any car (coughs) it's a well-known online car buying website in the uk predominantly in the uk i think they may have expanded i'm not sure we'll explore that in a bit we buy any car i have a car to sell i offer it to wbac please if i refer to wbac we buy any car is what i'm referring to Uh, just it just saves time WBAC we buy any car. Um so you go on the website, you put in like your registration of the car, they obviously link it to the history of the car, they know all the information on you know, did it have an accident, uh how old is it, and then they give you a price and then they make an offer. You accept the price and you sell it to them. and that's that's the end of it and you know that's that's the way they work and obviously they sell on the car then (coughs) and they obviously have other channels where they sell on the cars too perfectly legitimate company uh very very successful i'm gonna actually point that out because this is a fascinating story (laughs) um I mentioned the Cadbury's chocolate, you know, chocolate companies and Easter and making offers and give us information. And I think this is kind of where this, what we're dealing with, this social myth and story began. And it's the way many social myths begin. Okay, let's get to the start of it. Social media, remember, we're up, we're down. You're in the bottom part of the world, you're in the top part of the world. Northern hemisphere, southern hemisphere. We all have different cultures and we react in different ways to different things. Okay, And it's important to remember that certain cultures are more susceptible to scams and myths other cultures aren't are more maybe observant or more clued in and i'm gonna talk about a toolbox at the end of this video that you really should think about when you're online but more of it about that later okay now let's in fairness to WBAC we buy any car and I I think this is only fair and I want to stress this is not in any way a criticism of webuyanycar.com in fact actually a lot of about this video is very positive of them in spite of the social media crap that happened after this incident so just a little bit about uh we buy any car and the uh the company i have to close in here um the company was founded in 2006 by noel and darren mckee with the aim of offering customers an alternative means of selling vehicles intended to be simpler than pair exchange or sale by 2009 the company had bought 100,000 cars and was going through uh was was growing in popularity across the UK due to its TV advertisements people in the UK won oh the advertisements some say they're irritating some say they're funny but whatever it's first TV advertisement that featured breakdancing newsreaders and the uh, we buy uh dog car jingle uh, which is quite famous now on radio stations and TV um okay uh, in 2010 the company expanded into the market of buying vans um in 2013 the company was sold uh to be used uh car marketplace British car auctions uh, BCA BCA was floated uh on the UK stock market uh during the same year uh I'm not gonna go into any more details here but that pretty much covers the period really that this social media viral thing that we're going to talk about relates to um again when I talk about this case it's important to reflect that at the time this all occurred that we're going to go through happened in 20 i think it was 2013 so we're now in 2022 now bear in mind that for all you'll hear as of 2019 this company is worth over one i think 1.1 billion so we ain't talking about the car dealer down the road okay so we buy any car you go to the website straight short and simple enter your car reg that you want to sell bang it in boom get my car valuation. runs a bit did it you know the little circle that spins around and then boom they give you a price you either decide you want to accept it or you move on to another car site and that's that's fine okay you move on to another car site okay fine okay no problems there very simple there's multiple other websites and car companies that do this now you know that you will literally buy a car online like there's a famous name I know in the United States I can't remember it. where you have the, the, the the advertising big car lots and cars like in glass boxes excuse me all the way up the building and you <coughs> you get delivered your keys and you go there and you just pick up your your brand new car and whatever you know so there's there's lots of companies now deal in this way because people now buy things that they would never ever have considered buying online that they do now whether it's a car a house an island in the sea whatever people now buy things online that 20 years ago they would never have considered buying online this is the letter that started it all okay notice at the top webuyanycar.com now forget the DIY is with that's just a shared that was where it was on the day it was shared it that's not necessarily relevant but reflects how quickly this went viral uh, it's the the image that we're looking at which I'll read through we buy any the logo you see at the top this was an official logo from the company so it appears like a company letter okay so all things look official you see the letter and you see a photograph <laughs> of a kid's yellow one red tykes car now you're starting to get the picture so to speak you know yellow one red plastic kids type car uh, we buy any car, so you can kind of start to see where this is going. Okay, if you buy any car, I've got a yellow one, red plastic types car to sell you. Let's read the letter, dear Mister Jones, and straight away, and I I've known this case for a number of year back, um. When I first saw this, I thought straight away, "Ref, like Mister Jones is like Mister Smith," and I thought, "Oh yes, you know, there's something not quite right here." But actually, Mister Jones is a real Mister Jones, but I'll explain that in a bit. Dear Mister Jones, after review, no, sorry, I should clarify. This is not the original letter sent into the company. This is a reply from the company, WBAC, we buy any car, to Mr. Jones. So the company are replying back to Mr. Jones. After reviewing your request that we value your little tykes car and viewing the attached photo, we've come to the conclusion that you sent your request. To simply waste our time the frequency in which you alluded to the toy as a vehicle and made reference to the name we buy any car makes it clear you knew this result was forthcoming we have no interest in buying your item we've been kind enough to return your photo on the basis that you refrain from contacting those again this is the last time we will contact you sincerely Adam Jennings signed <coughs> when we examine viral things like this as a journalist the notable things that I look at certainly I can't speak for anybody else is we look at what's legitimate or not legitimate in this obviously the logo was clearly we buy logo. It logo it's a logo they've used but then that's easy to put it on a letterhead but then this letter doesn't quite look like a business letter it looks more like a, a kind of a letter somebody would type and print out from one anonymous person to another it doesn't quite look like a letter that's a business letter the the off offset paragraphs are also slightly odd you know where the frequency in which you attach you know they're generally even in the UK um even in the UK Ireland and Europe most companies don't use that kind of old old hand set paragraphs with it it's such a gap you know it it's it just it's it's just odd it doesn't in other words it doesn't look like a business letter that you get from your telecom company or your uh wi-fi company or whatever uh, source provider you know it, it just doesn't look authentic it looks very we have a signature and we have a name Adam Jennings and then towards the bottom which the (laughs) <laughs> it's obviously the, um, the 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 name, the company registration of uh, the the company is sort of hidden behind the photo. I, I suspect that's deliberate. The photo's been put there uh, to sk- skew out that, and we'll understand from Mister Jones probably why that was done uh, to hide the fact that something wasn't quite right here onward with the investigation (coughs) okay this is uh this is the same letter but you'll notice that in the image there's Dear Mr. Jones but you see this is now from Twitter this is a copy from Twitter and if you look at the very very top you'll notice Jamie Jones this is no I want to emphasize with real people this is the real Jamie Jones this is the supposed response to Jamie Jones who is now on his Twitter account posted the reply so he's now saying or claiming Jamie Jones at Jamie DMJ we buy any car wrote back to me and I've just read you the letter including the photograph except none of this ever existed there was no letter written to webuyanycar.com. There was no Dear Mr. Jones letter written back to Jamie Jones. The whole thing. I wouldn't call it a scam, but it was intended as a... A bit of fun that got out of hand unfortunately it got very out of hand for the company <coughs> and uh, incidentally there is no such person as adam jennings at we buy any car replying to jamie jones and now we get deeper jamie jones editorial consultant writer plus other stuff former senior editor audience developer and formats at here's the other red flag buzzfeed uk boom this started with jamie jones deciding he was gonna have a bit of fun when he saw a company called we buy any car and thought oh you buy any car will you buy a dinky car a plastic car a toy car sent them off a letter or pretended to send off a letter but actually didn't instead constructed and fabricated a reply from the company about an offer he made to the company now you see where we're going look he probably thought working for BuzzFeed a massive social media company this would be a gas fucking bit of fun unfortunately it back for both for the company initially but particularly for him so the uh the feedback oh well now bear in mind look at the dates September twenty 2013 I'm going to show you some dates here again I promise you if I'm still alive and all you out there are still alive I'm still your I'm and you are still going to be seeing this in another five or ten years coming up on viral feeds but by then I and you will know the true backstory so 2013 ha ah, ha effing brilliant that's made my morning total sense of humor failure to put up politely i'll give you 20 quid no sense of humor meanies adam jennings sounds like a bit of a miserable twat we by annie carr uh, wrote back to me and this is jamie again posting his reply letter (coughs) but you can see where this is going people see this on social media they accept the authenticity of it and of course they do what social media wonderfully loves to do it creates a platform for people to react on christ did they react ignore my top comment there you can see uh this was this uh, this this is a cyclical spiral it comes up every few years and i reply every few years to give people the backstory on it and of course people either ignore me or they argue that i'm wrong you know without checking things out so adam uh, uh adam jennings has no chill you should have bought it for twenty dollars and put on social media as marketing for their customer services now they're probably going to lose some real business by people who think this guy is a tool yeah okay and again you sh- you saw the social media globe we're in a world where people are in different different places yeah like Adam hello uh they wouldn't have bought it for 20 dollars maybe 20 pounds but like this was in the UK you're in the US I don't know whether you've ever got outside of the US but there is a world outside the US and unfortunately on social media I do find that's a common theme uh people in the U.S. are totally insular and only see the world from their point of view we don't do dollars outside of the U.S. um yeah so people are talking about you know kind of we're getting into the area of Thinking that the company should have reacted in a more positive way and not in a negative way, despite that the company never actually wrote that reply. It was Jamie Jones's fictitional response to a letter he dreamt up. And of course, people believe that that's the way the company behaved. What a miserable bunch of buggers. They need to take a leaf out of Aldi's book. All the uh, well, go on any all the social media site, and you'll see another shower moaning about them. But the miles per gallon should make it a winner. <coughs> people are selling cars without an engine or transmission. Well, most of those people are probably morons if they're not inquiring whether the car has an engine or transmission with gas prices the way they are I mean I might have to borrow some ride it has some it has wheels and moves so it's a ve, 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 oh, yeah might be American okay yeah I think it's a vehicle I think you're it's cheaper to run in it doesn't need petrol but how many of us adults can get in out of one ha ha Okay. Sensible comment. Amory. Surgeon. You could have used it as a marketing ploy by saying we have test we have test vehicles your kid can drive when you are here for your appointment okay. The gist of it is now when you see three days and three days, three days I screenshot these. This is last month. This ain't 2013. This thing is still recycling every few years, and people still haven't copped on to what the real story is. They just do what social media does. They <coughs> react. Oh 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 oh, 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 oh! oh, oh! I need to say something. I need to opine. And they don't check information they just react we're going to get away from the comments i'm just going to highlight this one last month this was probably about the best comment i came across ironically of all the likes i think every other comment had 14, 24, 34 You know like This comment at 4 likes It actually spoke the most Fucking sense Brenda Used My social media Toolbox Which I'm going to talk about shortly She asked All the questions In that toolbox She used all the tools. Brenda Bell Andres. Fair play to you. Here's our message. How do we know this letter is authentic? Boom! Has anyone looked at the fact that it is not constructed, uh, not a structured letterhead? Boom! first paragraph is left-hand justification and the next two are indented. Boom! Only to see the last paragraph is left-handed justification. Boom! The supported writer of the letter has no title with his signature. Boom! Seriously people, this is obviously a prank. A professional business is not going to let a letter with so many errors leave the office. Boom, good on you sister, well done Brenda, you nailed it. Unfortunately, the other Muppets don't do that. That's where my toolbox comes in. That's what you use when you go on social media. And if you can't go on social media and use that toolbox, you shouldn't be fucking allowed on it. Lisa, Lisa, we we'll give her that name. I believe that's her name. I know her surname. I'm not going to reveal her surname. Lisa worked in the marketing department of WBAC, we buy any car. And the following day, obviously, when this all broke. And she woke up to the backlash of all this happening and all the negative comments of, oh, yeah, that person was only having a joke with the Tykes car and how dare you treat them that way. And Lisa was a pro marketing executive and she dealt with it exactly the way any marketing pro would. She calmly consumed all the responses, was baffled by why suddenly a very low Twitter account was getting so many high responses and reactions. She consumed it and later in the day when she fully grasped what was going on and where the sources and leads were, she started to twig what might be going on. instead of reacting in a defensive way she brilliantly played along with it she figured out who adam jones was she contacted him and then she left this response adam jones who wrote this spoof reply letter from the company so adam J. Jo- Uh, So Adams behind bars, we've bought three tykes, one Batmobile, one dinky toy collection and an 09 Camaro. What a day. Night everyone. It was the most brilliant response after a day. I'm sure she felt, how are we going to deal with this? But they went one step further. and this was some of the follow-ups you know tight car um uh police mobiles the rumor is we by car have called in the police to investigate uh jamie dmj's hoax letter and of course uh wbac retweeted all this so suddenly they were everybody was going what's this going on about this company w and i'm seeing an awful lot about them on twitter and what's going on despite an awful lot was negative there was a growing positivity and fun about what was going on so after a couple of days what did wbac do We com. my biggest advice when this negative voice against you is face it deal with it be honest and be progressive about it and that's exactly what they did two days later they set up a sister site called <laughs> we annie com, and quite literally they said back in september 2013 buzzfeed writer adam jennings well adam Je- we know him as adam i think adam jo- sorry jamie jones circulated a spoof letter that that was the adam jennings was the spoof person it was jamie jones circulated a spoof letter on twitter in which he claimed we declined to buy his lovely tyke at webuyanycar.com we love a challenge so we set out not to acquire just one tyke tyker car, plastic t- kids car. Uh, but a hefty collection of them instead we tasked our lovely twitter and facebook followers to drop us their unused tykes and for each one we received we would donate 10 pounds to road safety charity break the campaign was a huge success we received our goal of 100 tykes picture from generous donators around the country Namely, our branches in Glasgow, Manchester, Leeds, Birmingham and London and donated a total of £1,000 to charity. Recently we received a letter in the post from Peter Redfern of Cornwall, who prompted us to give him a fair price for his uh, snazzy uh, car uh, car toy uh, motor. And I believe I saw that that letter as well with his dinky included and they also uh, made an offer for him. That is brilliant marketing the company threw out viral campaigns at the time and even now subsequently years later after all this has passed when people see it and don't know the history still accuse the company of dealing with it badly not seeing a marketing chance being mean and and still don't understand the nature of the story and that's the problem because when people see something online They don't check anything. They assume everything is real, everything as is. It must come, it must be valid. It must come from source, and away they go. (coughs) WBAC have even got to the stage where it's it's almost comical, like they have so used that in subsequent years. The jingles might be annoying. You mightn't think they're the most perfect company to buy a used car off, but signature-wise, they actually use plastic toy cars in a lot of their advertisements. Here's just one example, and this is after all this happened. That's marketing for you. That's good marketing. uh the, the, the story naturally in I think in the Midlands Birmingham uh Manchester or oh, numerous places where the company were originally based they obviously expand again bought out eventually 1.1 1. 1 billion company today this is back in 2013 this story ran in local papers and they turned what was bad into good uh you can pause the video and have it i'm not going to go through that you can have a quick read of the letter it just goes back over mostly what i said i want to get more onto this to finish up this episode i can't say it clear learn to use a filter and toolbox of research and check facts before you opine filter source check opinion question people's opinion check and ask about the sources they're getting those opinions from source back your own opinions and where you are getting them from because you might be wrong but above all use filters don't accept everything you see online just because it's on just because something's online doesn't mean it's it's true and unfortunately a lot of people do that and i often say to myself most people probably won't agree with me but I'd be happy if we had passports for people to get online because there's some fucking people that should never be allowed online and they really should have a license to be online. I'm no game warden. Do you have a hunting license? Hunting license? And that's pretty much the way some people. A small margin of people need to be dealt with uh, when they're allowed access near the internet toolbox if you don't have a toolbox stay the hell away from online don't get duped because you'll suffer you'll suffer from scams you'll suffer from hacking you'll suffer from threats of stalking you'll suffer from major things if you learn how to use the internet I'm a strong advocate that kids at a young age from 10 till 12 years of age should be taught how to properly use the internet and have a toolbox how to use it and that's not that there are a hell of a lot older people who shouldn't be online who don't know how to use the internet you give people gun licenses you give people licenses to use a car fishing rod licenses we give license there are too many people online who don't know how to use the format online and the sources they're wonderful resources online but they are clueless and they do themselves as much as anybody else more damage by being online whether it's trolling whether it's bad adequate whatever everything on the internet and social media is not always true i've said that think before reacting don't react to trolls i think there's survey papers that say that up to 25 to 35 percent of people online are not there for progressive interaction they're there to get a reaction they're trolling they're there to say outrageous things they're either walking for groups they're just there maliciously they're just there for kicks so always believe that if you comment on a forum on a web page in a group always remember probably one in three people are there for either malicious waste of time snaring trolling that's what they're there for one out of every three the other two are totally legitimate and want to honestly debate and interact the other three are there for the reader they from other groups to campaign disrupt that's what it's about so think first before you react because once you engage your crossing swords they're engaged with you and they're targeting and focused on you understand the audience when interacting and be kind generally when you interact with someone who's genuine and you're kind and courteous to them They will usually, which is human instinct, react in the same way and they will be kind to you and respectful of you. Usually the red flag is when people aren't for no reason. When you comment on something online or you see something online, like our case study today about WB. BAC the the car company wherever you see it whether it's on social media whether it's on a news platform think about where you're seeing that you seeing it at source Are, are you hearing it from the company themselves from people who dealt with the company or are you hearing a second third fourth or thousand hand Share on social media. When you react to a headline, don't opine and react in the comments until you fully read the article. That's one of my big bugbears. That people react to an article in the comments, and then somebody says, uh that was clarified in the article they said XY wasn't Z but you've just said it was uh, B. but had you have read the article you would have known so clearly you didn't read the article and I see that so many times and that's so annoying in comments when you're interacting with people where it becomes very clear that it's just this thing out in the field out in the running course out with the beach and it's just boom 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 bang send they have no interest in reading the article it's just react react they see a lion they see a headline boom react it's what's called trolling that's trolling that's the basis of trolling and trolling becomes more serious when it becomes a habit and then it progresses trolling often progresses into people then searching for information on other people that are trolling then it escalates to stalking sometimes quite physically starting to find out where they live it literally moves out of social media and virtual reality into real life and i've seen cases of that because people are allowed to hide behind um anonymous profiles particularly on twitter instagram and then they move beyond that and you've also got your commercial groups your activist groups who also hide behind profiles who infiltrate ordinary news media sites comment sections forums and infiltrate in mass coordinated from other groups elsewhere and work together to change the debate and people need to be aware and much and again it's a toolbox for social media that people are much much more aware of what actually happens online and if you're uncomfortable online whether it's Facebook Twitter Instagram TikTok if you're uncomfortable with it the best advice you can ever have is get off it because half of probably what you hear is either not quite true false or misdirection so when when you hear people and see people interacting and they react to a headline and you suspect This person isn't quite plugged in and they haven't I don't think they've read this article or at least not the same article I've read You need to consider One the device they've used the device or phone they've used I Predominantly use the desktop. I don't really read news on a phone. I prefer to use it on a on a a, 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 on the computer because i just it's you know you're using a phone and it's kind of like tiny writing i wear glasses and i don't really read my in-depth news on a phone but i have to appreciate other people do and predominantly there's a large amount of people get their information on a phone and scroll through very very quickly (coughs) and people use clumsy adequate um online in a way they wouldn't use if they were speaking in the street or one-to-one in the workplace or at home Uh, you have to consider geography and culture and you also have to consider personal bias people are i'm sure i have it as well people have an inbuilt we grow up with parents with a culture a community a society we grow up with inbuilt biases and we've we've got to appreciate that's the same for us all and you've got to build that in as a tolerance as well but there is deliberate individual and group trolling and that exists out there and maybe in a separate episode of radio spoil I will look more deeply at deliberate individual group trolling and I think that might be one of our next episodes, if not the next, the following one. And I'll show you how to start to spot deliberate trolls and individuals who are quite literally working for different methods. They're not just casual debaters. Anyway, we're up to nearly an hour on this, a lot longer than I expected. Uh, Thank you for joining me. I'm Mick Rooney, uh, www.radioaspoil.com. You're very welcome. God bless. And I'll see you soon. Take care.